Hello, everyone. It is me, Katie Indy Crow. Welcome to the Crow Medicine December 2021 Astrology Report. The theme of the month is Journey into the Depths, and thank goodness we are being lovely rocked through it with our friend, Planet Venus. Key planets and alignments that I will be covering in this report are December 1st, Neptune goes direct. December 4th, we have a solar eclipse. December 9th and 21st, Pluto and Venus conjunctions. That's a highlight. December 21st, solstice, also a highlight. It always is. December 28th, conjunction of Venus and Mercury. And December 30th, a conjunction of Pluto and Mercury. So as you can see, we have some unusual pairings that we're not often exposed to or given the opportunity to work with. And so as I go through the report, you're going to hear me talking about the ways that we can harness these planetary influences to positively connect to the energy archetypes, the energy experiences, the lessons within ourselves and the world around us that they represent. Um, as I talk about planets and you're going to notice that I do a lot of context. So I read the planets and the cycles that the planets progress on as a story. And the way that I present that story is in terms of the layers that we experience each month. And so one of the things that's important to remember is that right now we are in the middle, well, almost coming to the end point of what is an eclipse gateway. So eclipses happen in pairs, as we know. So we had an eclipse that happened on November 19th. We had Uranus go into opposition. We also had a Mercury superior solar conjunction and Venus occult. These are all key players that are forming and continuing to connect to the planet and the way that we will be able to experience and express the energy this month. I talked about this more in a report that I did called Emerging from the Fog. That is a podcast. You can get that on Spotify, Anchor, Google, and my blog, www.crow-medicine.com. I'm going to refer a little bit to it, but not too much. So if you haven't heard that report, don't worry about it. Just know that I give more information elsewhere if that's something that you like to hear. The key point that I'd like to bring forward right now is that this phase that we're in that basically began, in my opinion, at the in the middle of November and is going to run until just probably like the first, second week of January, is one where we're having a concentrated um, growth potential. And so, of course, this has to do with solstice, which is always part of our growth potential of the planetary healing cycle that we're on. But it's also supported by things like these alignments that we're not so used to getting. So I talk a little bit about those unusual alignments in that report. And for people who listen to the report, I pick up where I left off here. So let's continue on. So on December 1st, Neptune goes direct. Oh, goodness. Our friend Neptune has been on a little journey in the underworld um, from June 25th until December 3rd. And so for some people, and that includes myself at moments, this has been a long walk and a necessary look at things that we are engaging in within ourselves as well as in our communities and our relationships. And are they working or are they not working? And so one of the things that people talk about Neptune being very famous for is having to do with the veil. I don't always interpret Neptune and the veiling the way that pop culture astrology does. The way that I work with the planets has a lot more to do with the way that I work with taking care of the universe. And so I guess I'll say that now, since there's probably going to be a lot of people come to this report, it feels like who don't know me that well. So just a tiny bit of context on me. I take care of the universe. I am a gate master. Um, and so what I spend my life doing is communicating with the very planets that I'm talking to you about. And so when I give a report and when I talk about things, the way that I'm doing it is most often um, 
created as a result of that communication. So the things that I say and why I place that onus on working with the planets for personal development as opposed to planets being deterministic is that because we are working and reworking our relationship to the archetypes that each planet represents, because a planet is here in part, obviously they have their own journeys that they are on, but in astrology, the way that we relate to the planets, right, is that they are teachers. And when a planet comes into power it has the ability to pull out these themes and threads within us as well as the collective around us and the more that we refine our relationships to the planets the more pleasant these transits and journeys feel so if you're a person who's just coming to astrology and you're starting to think holy crap why are the planets so mean and why does this suck so much it has a lot to do with the way that we personally human beings have imprinted the relationships and you hear people talking about an awakening journey of the planet i'm one of them we are healing a lot of the things that were imprinted into the human collective through the last few centuries or epoch of war in the very things and choices that we're making right now. So for some people right now, and this all ties back to the last slide in that right now, like I said, we're in this phase moment of development where a lot of change is happening and it's going to, we're going to have a couple pockets of that coming up in the next calendar year. Stay tuned for that. This is one thing I love talking about. And so as part of this necessary process of moving through things, the planets help God as Neptune brought us to some unusual places, most likely. So if you had a bit of a weird time, just know that it's not necessarily because you're what life is always going to be weird. It may in fact be because we were dealing with Neptune and whether you align with the planets or not, one of the reasons so many people vibe with astrology is that once you get into it, you're like, oh yeah, okay, so this actually does play a contextual factor in what I experience every day. And so now that Neptune is going direct, we're going to be able to release a lot of the lessons that we had been learning in the last six months or so. We are also going to be able to move forward now, hopefully, with the lessons that we learn and the things that we saw. And one thing I want to point out is that the things that we saw didn't always have to be negative things. I think sometimes when we talk about lessons, we get this idea that it's always, oh, I saw this thing that I was doing that was terrible, that was wrong. Sometimes it's just that we're missing stuff that's great because we're so busy healing the wound. And so Neptune may well have shown us some of the potential pathways to greatness within ourselves and the world around us. And so that's something that's really important to remember. And so as Neptune goes direct, let's call on Neptune to take in the lessons that we learned to remember them so that we don't repeat any mistakes or anything that we would like not to have to learn about again <laughs> and we move on in dignity without strings from the past let's let go of this cycle that we just entered and exited so now that we're moving into december 4th the next thing is the solar eclipse and interestingly this is probably going to receive some of the least amount of attention of the report and that's because i'm very excited about pluto and <laughs> we'll talk about that next so the solar eclipse closes the pair of eclipses that began on November 19th. Eclipse windows are life changers, and that can be in terms of surprise accidents, settlements, extreme visibility, um, settle, like just all kinds of things relating to your place in the world. And so some people during eclipse seasons have um, a pretty wild ride of transformation. And um, that wild ride of transformation for some people this particular time, I think, was reconnecting to their emotions and reconnecting to the strength of their emotions and finding ways to realize where those emotions work and where they do not. This particular eclipse pair had a lot to do with healing this perceived divide of masculine and feminine energies within ourselves and being able to start to release the war within. I'm going to talk about that more in future reports because the war within is something that's going to come up 
in the next few months as we continue our journey with Pluto. And it's not necessarily something that's bad because if we're looking at the war within and we're looking at the things that make us feel really uncomfortable, that means that we are on the path to healing and growth. Feeling uncomfortable means we need to change something. Feeling uncomfortable means that we need to adjust our strategy. Maybe it's just even that we need to just go outside and exercise right now because you're taking in and moving through an energetic experience that's connected to what's going on the planet. Because what I'm not talking about as much about in this report, but I will bring up with the eclipse is that the planet is experiencing a major transition. And this transition is what I am part of on a pretty regular basis. And when I talk about taking care of the planet, it's in large part taking care of this. And so you'll hear me talking about geomagnetic shifting. You'll hear me talk about the sun and solar power, solar activity as having the potential to shift the geomagnetics in the planet, which then of course shift the way that we relate to ourselves because we are connected to the geomagnetics through our very, through our physical structure. So a lot of people can actually feel when a solar flare or an earthquake or a tsunami is happening and it's not because they're a freak of nature. It's because we're connected to nature. And so for a lot of people, as this gradual harmonic shift has been happening over the last few years, people are making choices in their lives too. And as you're making choices to better yourself and healing yourself, and as the planet is healing itself, new forms of connection and creation are possible. And I honestly think that the last couple of weeks, a lot of people have been being made aware of that and are going to continue to be made aware of that in the coming month, months. And so um, the solstice and the solar eclipse are going to be moments where we can continue to honor the types of spectacle that the, that is created by the elements that do so much um in our little universal neighborhood so the sun represents illumination the sun represents your soul and the moon represents you know powerful emotional transformation and when the sun and the moon come together like this it's a moment where we are able to really just call in the power of transformation to our souls so i personally work in these moments with my objectives so call on this eclipse to illuminate and highlight your personal objectives and think about the solstice if you're not already gathering your energy and you're a ceremony person not everybody here is going to be into that but if you are this is a really good time again to begin revisiting it and putting power 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 into your intentions next pluto so i'm going to talk about pluto then i'm going to talk about venus then i'm going to talk about when they come together <laughs> just to keep us organized and on track because that really does help whenever we're having such a high volume of information. You may need to watch this report two or three times. <laughs> I'm running through it, but you know, I will continue to touch back on these themes on this profile on my blog, www.crow-medicine.com, on my podcast, Crow Medicine Spirituality for the 21st Century, and here on my Instagram page at Crow Medicine Katie. So you can always check back for some more. Um, this is an overview. You know, we do what we can. So the Pluto, Planet of Deep Transformation. Pluto, I like to point out as I begin talking about Pluto that it looks like there's a heart. Because personally, um, deep transformation can feel really, really difficult. And so you're thinking, didn't we just have that? Was Neptune? And the answer is yes, and there's more. And we're going to continue talking about how you can chart your path through that. This represents death. Death of ourselves parts that are withering. So some people may have been having the experience where just like little parts of their life just felt like the grip was getting tighter and tighter and tighter in the last few months that the grip might be come so tight that the thing falls off. And if the thing falls off, you know, it's all right. It's, it's because you are moving into a direction where life 
is ultimately going to work better for you do accidents and disasters and bizarre terrible horrific things happen yes they absolutely do and i don't whitewash that um i lost my father to a pretty tragic accident during an eclipse um just a little under two years ago so i also know well the power of these things and it's just that you know, one way or the other, we're going to continue to walk our pathway. And sometimes when planets like Pluto come into play and, and major events like we're having huge blocks of them, it's just that sudden things like passing of, of a death happen, but also birthing of a soul or rebirthing of your soul and reconnection to your soul or reconnecting to the soul of the planet and reconnecting to the soul of the universe, which is what I feel is going to be the highlight and what I will be highlighting because that's the beautiful thing of celebration of Pluto coming back into play. Pluto is a planet that, although it was present, we don't talk about a whole lot. And some people don't even consider Pluto a planet. Um, but it is an influence. And in this case, planet Pluto is bringing us to this cycle of life and death. Now, me, I personally don't like the roller coaster of up, down, up, down, up, down, that the initiation path um, and that the awakening path was created to be um, and is designed and taught by a lot of people. I personally feel that um working with our harmonic and our vibration and working with intentions like i'm talking about here in our ceremony and forming that positive connection with pluto by sitting with pluto in meditation on one of those days hey pluto i recognize the power of the potential of rebirth here and you know maybe instead of working with that death horrible death part i will call birth and rebirth and you know part of that means being able to recognize opportunities for change and growth before it becomes a death situation right this is the thing and why people sometimes think the planets are mean is that when we get comfortable, sometimes we don't like to let go of things and fear stops change. And, you know, the planets are one way or the other will change things for us, especially if well, they just do. And it is how it is. It's the context. And so, you know, part of why people come to astrology as a pathway tool is that you know like i said it's not deterministic it's just that sometimes when you're looking at factors for context as a social scientist one of the things that you do right is you're like okay where are the variables what is what is the what is the gender what is the class status what is you know what other kind of things do i need to think about here whenever what is their background like what are the other factors i need to think about here when i'm thinking about the context of action that something is happening in and so whenever i you think about the world without the planets and without astrology it you, you can definitely get a pretty good understanding of what's going on and you can definitely explain things the reason why somebody like me and why maybe some of you come to astrology is that we know that the planets create context for action and that um, I would personally rather know what I'm dealing with and what's coming up and find ways to positively relate to it than get smashed in the face. And that's just my approach to everything. And so you can join me in that by calling in this positive relationship and recognizing that reports like this and the things that I share with you and will continue to share with you. So please come back um, are all geared towards helping us form that positive relationship because, you know, these planets are our friends, our teachers, and it's up to us how we relate to ourselves and in the process of raising our harmonic and shifting our vibration, because obviously we have that intention and otherwise, why would we be here listening to this? <laughs> Continuing on the next planet that is going to be playing a major role and already is is venus and venus is probably one of my favorite planets so much that i named my little kitten after it and so venus represents a lot of things in particular this month the way i'm going to talk about it ah <sighs> venus strength through fulfillment 
our home lives, where we stand with love and self-respect, compassion with boundaries, healing um, with the intuitive arts. So maybe you're thinking about learning a little bit more about how to help yourself energetically. It represents wealth. It represents emotional labor, opening our hearts to the healing power of love. It also represents all of the things that it feels like when we don't have that stuff or when those things come into balance. So a lot of people right now have probably been, I mean, Venus is one of those planets that's always present. We have a lot of interactions and kissing points with Venus all the time. It's one of our main guiding points and teachers, right? And so the things that I'm talking about right now, like how families make their income, how how, how emotional labor is distributed, um, and that's not even necessarily just within a household. That could be within your work organization. That could be within how you relate to people on your team. It also relates to where you stand with your path to um, welcoming the love of the universe into yourself. Because I know that one of the things that happens for people as we're going through these really rough feeling planetary transformations, which the ones we're going to experience this month are going to feel that way to some people. Even to a master, there's going to be moments where you're like, oh my God. But that's where you kind of just connect to that higher harmonic and say, okay. This isn't an accident. What am I doing here? Let's figure this out. And then you figure it out and you continue on because that's what life is, is continuing on, right? And so Venus, this month is going to be here is really, I recognize it as a universal mother energy. To me, Venus is stepping into that role and that archetype. It represents that love that comes from the... I don't like the masculine feminine terms, but we'll use them for now. The feminine aspects or the parts that get coded that that are so integral to the function of the universe. And so as Venus is going to be here walking us through these conjunctions, just know that you can meditate with Venus each day and ask Venus to come energetically to be a loving and caring planetary influence through it all. Venus likes to do that. So now that we have talked about all of that, we will talk about the conjunctions of Venus and Pluto, which are going to be happening on December 13th and 21st. And so this is where context becomes important again. If you remember a couple of minutes ago, I talked about how we're, we had the Venus occult. And so then we were moving into, you know, the eclipses and we had the Neptune thing. Neptune is a deep dive of emotional sometimes depths in which it can be garbage but it can also be really nice and now and then so gently gently also we have had venus kind of with us connecting back in over and over again now this month particularly when pluto comes this is where we see where we've been messing up it also is where we see the path of possibility to change things. So maybe you already learned a lot of those lessons during your Neptune role. So you're probably going to be putting things into their positive function now. If, you, if you're if you still at the part where you're figuring things out, where you feel like things are a little bit rough, don't think that you're doing it wrong. You're not. Right now, a lot of us are being asked to go to the core of our relationships in every single way. And that's our relationships to money, our relationships to ourselves, our souls, our partners, our children our work if we have it like the planet the universe however you relate yourself you're you're relating you're you're in a relationship rethink right now and that's a good thing when we go through banner phase moments like we are right now these little micro moments of interaction that we have with ourselves are what form the pathway in the journey free will is the thing this is why i think it's really important that planets are recognized as a path to freedom some people speak about astrology as being deterministic to me these are the 
these are the threads of the universe. We can understand the threads of the universe in a lot of different ways. You don't necessarily need to do it this way. This is just one way that a lot of us really like to do it. And part of the lesson that comes with each of these is how to move through the universe. And as we have each of these interactions, it's not just parting it for one day like oh let's put all this effort into one day no 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 when these conjunctions come it's almost like a little we can work with them as a touch point we can work with them as a touch point for ceremony where we continue to connect back to them and continue to build and reform these relationships over the cycles that they journey in our lives and so venus like i was saying is one that we form and, and have our relationship with a lot pluto is not and so sometimes pluto can feel like a lot and if pluto feels like a lot like i said just remember to be kind and gentle with yourself and to continue to call on venus as your highest harmonic pathway through compassion empathy forgiveness for yourself are important and I imagine I'll be saying more about this when that happens. So come on back to in Crow Medicine Katie at Instagram. Check out my blogs. Check me out. I will be here guiding us through because this is powerful, beautiful, important moments of change. Let's keep going. So solstice, which is the December 21st, which also happens to be one of the conjunction days of um, Venus and Pluto, which is amazing because solstice is one of my favorite times time so that's new grange i've been there and done ceremony there a number of times in this lifetime and other ones too and solstice is so special that i'm gonna just do another podcast about it and i always do so you can check out one i do a little dance ceremony on my little spotify page girl medicine some of my podcasts are music podcasts because i like to vibe with music and the planet that's just how it works for me and so um i invite people to join in on dancing too so you can check that out um otherwise uh just know that solstice We will talk more about solstice. I'm so excited about it. I don't, I don't know. If I launch into it, this is going to be a really long video. So we'll just continue on. So Mercury represents much more than communication. Mercury is our next conjunction friend that we have. So let's just jam it back. So we have had Neptune going direct. We have a solar conjunction coming up. Then we have two conjunctions of Pluto and Venus. Then we have solstice. And then we have two conjunctions of Mercury. So let's talk about mercury a minute before we talk about the significance of the conjunctions mercury represents a lot more than communication but mercury represents communication so i mean communication is just one of those things that we're always working to improve and so as usual communication will be an issue with mercury but when i don't say issue and i mean like issue i mean it's an issue it's the thing we deal with and so um in this case in the way i want to talk about it in the larger sense of where we're going and why this phase is important is that as I talk about emerging from the fog right now, a lot of people are awakening different parts of their awareness. So either of themselves, their souls, their sacred connection to the planet, to the universe. And a lot of people are starting to really realize that, hey, this life and part of the reason why I feel sometimes really dejected by it is that I'm missing a part of it. And that part is my sacred self. And the lineup of the planets and in particular, whenever Uranus goes to a superior solar conjunction, which is coming up soon. Not this month, but I will cover it in the month when it does come up. What is happening is really Uranus is a planet of soul sparking and Venus is too. And so they all have that potential. And right now, what Mercury is doing in, in a lot of ways is coming into these points of connection to help us figure out and chart that way that we are going to experience the, the journey in the past. So that's going to be the journey of our day to day life. 
you know, every day of our life is a journey. The Cheryl Crow song every day is a winding road. I get a little bit closer, you know, like that's pretty much that's that's accurate. And so how we relate to our day to day life is something that is a very powerful way to transform our world. I mean, as I teach in my school and I'm not going to go on a personal rant, taking moments in our everyday life to connect to the high harmonic helps us to get and stay there even when things are and well, even and most especially when things are rough you know mastery comes into play a lot of the time in our day-to-day life when we're being challenged by situations i mean mastery also has a lot to do with how we relate to our soul but this is an astrology report and so in the context of where we're talking about calling forth and connecting to mercury as a powerful leader to heal your relationship to your own soul's journey of getting to know yourself and getting to know your sacredness is something that is powerful to do And, you know, this also has a lot to do with how we relate to ourselves and talk to ourselves. How do we view our potential? Are we nice to ourselves? Do we crap talk ourselves? All things to consider. And communication is one of my key topics of conversation. So I will revisit that again. Moving into this, let's talk about conjunction of Venus and Mercury and the conjunction of Pluto and Mercury happening on the 28th and the 30th of December. And I'm going to talk about them all as a kind of a thing because, I mean, we can get very nerdy with it and each of them has their specific little little keys to our overall experience that we can work with um they also can be understood as 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 they are which is a grouping right and it's related to a grouping of conjunctions that just happened the two weeks prior to that and this one really i think is important to call about bringing love and compassion and understanding to the parts of our path that have been ugly and hard and confusing because not everybody has had a very nice life and not all of us have had it easy and that includes me and i don't you know, this is part of where we start putting the meaning to it all. And it's not to say put a meaning to it all. Well, it didn't happen. It makes it better. But what putting a meaning to it all helps us do is to process the wounds of the past and eventually to let them go and or to move beyond them in a sense that we are able to stop allowing them to control or to influence or to create veils in our life. And so if you remember earlier in this broadcast, I talked about Neptune and the veil this is our opportunity to really revisit some of the stuff that we learned about and to get a new layer of healing and a new layer of perspective and a new layer of how we're going to do it different or better. Cause I don't know about you, but I have no interest in continuing to repeat painful patterns and destroying my life with them. And this is change is possible. And these planets and these conjunctions are all about that. So Venus and Mercury self-love universal love love of self love of the journey love of the way that we are able to relate to one another bringing in softer patterns of communication conjunction of pluto and mercury that's really got to do with how we are going to take the journey through the underworld because i'll be very honest pluto is not going away from right now and Journeys through underworlds aren't necessarily a bad thing. A journey through an underworld or journey through the parts of the unseen in a different way than the deep emotional depth that comes with Neptune is a powerful and it's a positive thing. And so call on these Mercury conjunctions to power your path with honesty, communication, and a positive journey. You know, have clear communication, have a positive journey, and know that you have the ability to help adjust that and shift it. So how do we all, how bringing this all together, how does this work? In general, the path through Neptune and then immediately into Pluto can seem unrelenting and outright torturous. And 
it is what it is. One of the things that I re- recommend, like I'm saying, is that you work with Mercury and Venus to call forward the potential of a high harmonic path through those parts of your emergence and the path, parts of the path that we're going to experience over the next few months. This is also a time where, like I'm saying, this is this is not going to be a quiet little month. And although January has some moments that seem a little more chill, um, we are really amping it up in terms of different sorts of alignments that we haven't gotten for the last few last little while coming forward and again I'm going to talk about that more in the coming months as they come but right now what I want to say is a lot of people are recognizing in this day-to-day the brick walls are being met the frustration is there the desire to change stop not feeling sad all the time not feeling angry all the time not drinking not doing whatever it is else you might be doing the desire to change is there and maybe you've already started making those steps this is a really good time to either begin making those steps or congratulate yourself for already starting and to continue on because like um you are going to become more and less aware of these of these realities because, you know, we were living on a very sick planet. We were living as very sick people. And, you know, I'm not a doom and gloom person, but the planet wasn't doing well in part because it was carrying a lot of the weight for people. And part of what we're doing right now as we're getting to do this with ourselves is we're taking the weight back off of planet Earth who has carried us for a very long time and we are learning to be more responsible for ourselves and you know a lot right now like this year has been a lot of people pointing out um dynamics of power that are unequal and things that we need to change in society and i'm very grateful for that at times that's not really been a productive conversation because it's just been pointing out the things that are no good and not a lot of talk about how we're going to change it how we're going to change the things that are no good or how we embody them in our day-to-day lives and how we treat ourselves and how we treat other people and how we relate to the situations that come about us. And that has a lot to do even with how we consume things like the news media and our perspective and what we allow ourselves to be worked by, worked up by. And, and you know, because if we do allow ourselves right now, this is like a roller coaster. And, you know, what's going on in planets is not only affecting our personal lives, this affects the world that we live in too. So we're going to potentially see some pretty crazy things and some frustrating or some challenging things. And or are already dealing with them. I know a lot of households who are like, oh, I don't know. Well, they know a lot of households who are in rough shape right now. And so getting ourselves to that space of wellness to get ourselves through it is one of the best piece of advice I can give. And that's why I talk about wellness so much. So stay tuned for more of that. If anybody wants to learn a little bit about it from my approach, I created a little tool called the, well, it's the, the way I'm teaching it right now, a little course offering called Breathe, Ground, and Connect. And it's where you learn about meditation, vibrating, vibration setting, and intentional self-connection in a pretty quick tool that you can use all the time. So you can break it up in three layers, which is ground, breathe, connect, or you can work with it to harmonize yourself all in one to the earth, this universal source of love. And within that, your breath to heal, regenerate, rejuvenate, and call yourself back into focus. This is one of those things that sounds... Oh, I've never heard anything like that before. It's because there isn't anything like this before, which is why I created it. So you can come to my blog and check it out. I'll list the resources at the end. I don't want to make this all about my course, but I do want to let people know that you can come and work with stuff like this, given and delivered like this, if this is your thing. No pressure. Intention setting inspiration. Now we're moving to the wrap up. For anybody who is going to be working with intentions of the planets, like I said, every slide that I brought up a planet, I mentioned something that you might like to do to have a positive engagement with it. And here's just a little bit more of how you'd like to do that. 
you can, my number one, just the steps would be um, getting aligned to your highest harmonic pathway, uh, calling forth positive experiences, connections, and opportunities. So get into your meditative state. And then, you know, once you're there and you're all aligned to the universe and the planet, which is what I teach, um, get aligned to your highest harmonic pathway, call forth your positive experiences, connections, and opportunities. Welcome the grace and wisdom to recognize lessons when they come. Step into your best potential energy pathway for this month. So say I step into my best potential energy pathway this month and I work with these planets to do it. And pro tip, when the planets come up, specifically focus each day these suggestions with them. And so we are working towards significant astrological events in January and March, which I referred to before and I will talk about again. So this is radical and all-encompassing change. Some of us have already been through it and now we're kind of holding space for the people we love. Um, we're still going to change too and it's going to be fantastic. Um, and most especially if we get ourselves to that high vibrational space where we can handle what comes because it's not all pretty and I don't, I don't whitewash things. But when you're calm and when you see the bigger picture, it's a lot easier to stay in that space no matter what and so if it feels like we are skyrocketing to you it's because we are and no matter where you're at and this might be one of your first astrology reports i know i have some people coming from the academic world crossover hi um it, you're not behind you're exactly where you need to be and i'm just so grateful you're here thank you so much so if for anybody who might like a little more um follow-up or to engage I have been going through a rebirth for the last year. I closed a lot of my old profiles and just changed a lot of things um, because the universe has changed and so is how we talk about it. And that makes me happy. And so I've been in basically reclusive private study with the planets for the last year, just re revisiting everything. And, you know, that that basis of humble connection and study is where I get all of these ideas. And that's just where they come from. And that's I offer them to you with my humble um humble hope that they help you figure things out and have a good time with this because I really love being here and the more that I can inspire that love in people around me and you know that comfort you know I guess the more I feel like I'm doing my thing so you can check out my podcast Crow Medicine Spirituality for the 21st Century on Spotify I do some voice podcasts I do some music podcasts I'm definitely going to be doing a social special you can check out my school Indie Crow Academy at learnworlds.com Follow me on Instagram at Crow Medicine Katie. And I think that's everything I have to say to those of you who followed all the way through to the end of the report. Thank you so much. This is a new idea for me. It's something that I am going to continue to do month to month, especially if it's well received. So, hey, if you found this useful, if you found this interesting, if you found this fun, let me know. And, hey. It'll be really nice to connect with some more of you. So all the power to a beautiful December month. I will be back with Solstice. More for me soon. Love, Katie, Andy Crow.